Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? The quick brown fox jumped over the fence. The quick brown fox. The human torch was denied a bank loan. God, we sound good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's podcast time. My name's Garner. That's Bryce Kelly. He's the pretty one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If only it was true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And today it's uh, Friday. Yep. Which means this is the day where we just kind of wax poetic about whatever we're watching, reading, listening to, whatever, man. You know, I started a new series. Uh, it's my new treadmill show because the episodes are like 24 minutes long, but I am not sold on this show. But now now I've committed to four episodes. I might as well keep going. Mm-hmm. It's a Netflix show. I'm not recommending this. I'm just saying I'm watching it, okay? Okay, what show is that? Unstable with Rob Lowe. Oh, something about uh, if Rob Lowe's on a show outside of Parks and Recreation, but I assume it's bad. Let me say this. What's his character on Parks and Rec? Uh, Chris, uh, uh, Chris Traeger. Yeah. It's the same character. The way too positive, the really nice guy who sees the good in everybody. That He's that character in this show. I don't trust anybody who's, I don't know how old Rob Lowe is off the top of my head. He, yeah. Probably a little older than you think. Yeah, I think he's probably, he'd be 60 probably. Probably around there. And he has such a perfect hairline and such thick hair. I don't trust it. Yeah, he looks way too good for his age. He sure does. Let me guess, he probably works out. Eats healthy. He probably drinks water. (laughs) What a nerd. Anyway, I'm watching that. And as much as I'm not really feeling it, every episode there's one LOL moment where I literally laugh out loud, but the rest of it's a little, uh, I don't know. Fred Armisen's in it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But that's not going to be my recommendation. This It's not going to be my reco. Okay. Um, right before I went to London a couple of months ago, I put together this playlist of songs that were, you know, important songs to me when I was in my late teens, very early 20s. Because I wanted to be able to listen to all these songs because they all came from London back in the day. Okay. I wanted to listen to them while I was there so I could be in the same space that those people were in when they wrote those songs and recorded those songs. And I wanted to hang out at the same places where they were hanging out back in the day. And I stumbled upon a bunch of songs from an artist that I absolutely worshipped between the years of 1986 and 1987. Okay, short a very specific window of time. They only released three full-length albums, and they are full-on banger albums from front to back. I'm talking about the Screaming Blue Messiahs. Ever heard of them, Bryce Kelly? I can't say I have. The only song that most people might know from them, it was kind of a novelty song, and it was on the Flintstones soundtrack back in the, I don't know, the 90s. Oh, 
I want to be a Flintstone. It was, it's called, I want to be a Flintstone and it's not their best work. And I think even the band is sort of, you know, the interviews I've read, they're kind of embarrassed by it, but those first albums, gun shy and bikini red, you got to get your hands on those. They're a power trio, three guys, a drummer and a bass player. The rhythm section of this band, they are rock solid. And the lead singer and the guitarist, he's the guy that made me like Fender Telecasters because that's what he always played. And he's a bald guy just like me. And he always wore a suit. And I like that. But yet he's just full on, full of punk rage. His name's Bill Carter. This song right here, I had to bleep out a, bleep out a word. He's got a very English accent. And I can't tell what he's saying because the line, the, the the chorus goes, if I die in the combat zone, box me up and ship me home. If I die on the Russian front, bury me with some Russian. Oh, my. I'm doing the rhyme in my head and I'm clutching my pearls. Maybe it's guns. I don't know. It might be guns. Maybe. If I die in a diving plane, scatter my dust in the wind and rain because I need someone to talk to. Screaming Blue Messiahs. Take a listen to this. I love this song. From 1986 to 1987. Well, that was on their... They they did an EP, then they did three full-length albums. That's on their first full-length album called Gun Shy. Look at that. Yeah. We went from never hearing of this band before to feel like I know them like friends. I Yeah, I would hope that somebody will go look them up. Watch the live performance of someone to talk to. This guy, Bill Carter, he's maybe one of the most underappreciated guitarists in history. He plays, he doesn't use a pick. He plays with his whole hand. Like he's sometimes I remember seeing pictures of him. There'd be blood all over the front of his guitar because he plays so hard and he plays like super angular stuff that doesn't really fit. It makes no sense. But then you hear it and you go, yeah, it kind of does make sense. That seems like a really dumb way to play the guitar. It sure does. It's uh, I watch him, and as a guy who plays guitar, my hand hurts just watching him throttle that guitar. Because, yeah, you, you cut it up and you get blood all over your guitar, which, I mean, visually looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then it's like the next day when you want to go play guitar, your hands are all scabby. I know. How do you do that night after night? You can't. Yeah. God, he's not thinking ahead. Screaming Blue Messiahs, everybody. Listen to Gun Shy. Okay. Wild Blue Yonder, the song that opens that album, ooh, rock solid. Oof, sounds like they're your boyfriends. Oh, my God. Maybe they are. I don't know. They all hate each other now, though. Well, Ooh. the two guys, the bass player and the drummer, hate Bill Carter. Ooh. Hate him. I've read some interviews where they don't hold back. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on my side of things, I don't have a lot going on. I'm not going to lie. I did finish uh, Beef. I know you're close. You got, I got one, one episode. episode. And it's bloody fantastic. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, because I watched a few, and then we had to stall out for a few days. And then... It really picks up steam, and those last couple episodes are just... That show, it went in directions I didn't expect it to go. Well, yeah, that one we watched last night, I was kind of like, what the... I thought it was going to turn into kind of a romantic comedy. Like, I thought the two main characters were going to be smooching, but and uh, boy, does it ever escalate in directions I didn't think it would go. And yeah. 
the language and some of the I was it took me back. Ali Wong is fantastic in that. She's great. Yeah. She's great. And then you mix in the fact that Ali Wong stars in this and she's apparently dating Bill Hader from Barry. In our other favorite show. Like my God, it's like the world it, it just feels right. So I I told you this this morning is I watched Barry by myself because I didn't think my beautiful bride, I didn't think she she would hate this. But then I really got into it and I told her about it one day and she's like, oh, why didn't we watch that together? That sounds like something I would like. So she's watching right now <laughs> and she's almost caught up. And she said to me last night, she goes, Barry might be the greatest thing I've ever seen on TV. Oh, there you go. Including that weird fight episode. Yeah, I love that. That I episode. thought she would hate that. I love that. Yeah, the fourth season has started for Barry. I haven't watched any of it yet. No, I got to wait for the whole thing. I still haven't watched Ted Lasso, the new season of Ted Lasso, because I got to wait for the whole thing. Me too. Yeah, I don't want to watch it week by week. Yeah. I don't know why. That bothers me now. So how many episodes into Barry are we? I think two have aired. Two? Okay. Like it just started last week. Yeah. Uh, but then also the final season of Better Call Saul is now on Netflix. Ooh. And that show is excellent. Okay. Have you started that? Yeah. Well, I'm just one episode into the final season there. That show, if you haven't watched it, but you like Breaking Bad, like I don't know why I held off for so long. But again, yeah. Better Call Saul. Excellent. There, go watch or listen to all these things or don't. We don't care. I care a bit. Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Loop City, Loop City, Loop City. That'll be $4,500 for the jingle. Yeah, I don't know how they can't use that now. It's pretty good. It's probably like the the first time James Cameron heard Celine Dion sing the Titanic song. Oh, yeah. They're going to have the same reaction when they hear that. Loop City. I forgot the loopcity.ca. 27 locations. In Alberta. And they do more than just oil change. They do maintenance, too. Maybe you're rolling around on those noisy, studded winter tires. That's embarrassing when the snow is on. And everybody can hear you coming because they hear your steel studs. Oh, yeah. That's humiliating. Get those off immediately. Luke Get City them can handle it. Yeah, take your old tires, your summers to them, and uh, swap them out. Or buy new tires. You can do that there as well. Lube City. Like Bryce said, 27 Alberta locations. Find one near you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! Trying to think if I've ever found anything cool in a hotel or... I never have. Every hotel room I've walked into has been clean and fine and passable. Have you ever stayed in a hotel, though, where you felt like, ah, man, I'm this close to being murdered? I have done that. I have. I have done that. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Uh, We were talking a few minutes ago. People who work in hotels have seen some things, man. People who, especially people who clean hotel rooms. Oh, man. They run the full gamut of experiencing, uh, of experiences, like from the dizzying highs of being left a huge tip to the crushing lows of, you know, having to clean a bathroom after all you can eat burrito night, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That would be brutal. Somebody who does work in a hotel said, (laughs) oh my God, their most memorable customer experience was when I had a guest get mad at me because I spilled their cocaine when I opened a folded piece of paper that I found in the hallway. Oof. So. Well, that seems fair. You had that anger coming. 
Yeah, it's the cocaine. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the things you would see. <gasps> someone who cleans, like, I don't think we'll ever understand the anxiety they probably feel every single day, every time they knock on a door. And go, and housekeeping. Then, and then open it up, and they just close their eyes and are like, oh, geez. Oh my God, the, the stuff you would walk in on. The gross things, the horrifying things, the yeah. dead bodies. <laughs> Having to wake somebody up because it's time for them to go. They've overstayed their welcome. Can you imagine that? What do you do if somebody's just sleeping and you need that room? You need to turn that room over. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. They didn't ask for a late checkout. Yeah, what do you do? Do you walk in there and shove them awake? Yeah. Hello? It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This one here. The um, most memorable customer experience Somebody got yelled at, and I know we read this one earlier, but somebody got yelled at because they spilled this person's cocaine when they opened a folded piece of paper that was just laying in the hallway. Okay. Uh, This one right here. Oh, this... A decade ago, I was staying... I shouldn't say the location. A decade ago, I was staying at such and such hotel next to Calgary Trail decided to use the ironing board for some laundry i felt a bulge underneath the ironing board skirt and with my hand i went with my hand when i removed it from the closet it was a brand new leather wallet ooh i said to myself this must be my lucky day inside inside the wallet all i found was a used crack pipe and then <laughs> i realized it was fake leather too it was the saddest day of ironing i have ever done that is from James. James, you were so close to finding something cool, but yet so far. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm reading these texts backstage here, and it just makes me think to myself, nothing really exciting ever happens in our building here, does it? Like, has there been any drama? Has there been... We've had some, we've had some things, some bathroom-related things. Oh my God, that guy. Mysteries. Yeah, that one. We're not supposed to talk about that. No. Or are we? Yeah. Guy <laughs> missed the toilet on purpose. Yeah, that the fact that he did that on purpose. Yeah, didn't even work here. Yeah, but he was here and he was angry and he... Uh, Asked to use the bathroom. And it wasn't a onesie. <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> I wish we wouldn't have talked about that. There was a guy, too, one day, long time ago, who lit his van on fire right outside our window. Oh. Well, maybe there has been some drama here. Yeah. Forgot about that guy. Not a lot lately. Yeah. Well, there was another guy, too, who got served divorce papers at the front desk in front of everybody. Right. There was that guy. Yeah, we've had some moments. Okay. I, <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> I got this text, though. Uh, we were just talking about the, the stuff people who work in hotels must see. This, uh, this is from Norm. I was managing a hotel in Montreal back in 2010 when there was a commotion in one of the rooms. A guy was spending some time in the room with a woman that was not his wife. Uh-oh. And the wife showed up and destroyed the room. Ooh. Absolutely destroyed it. I had to intervene while I waited for the police. That was the longest 10 minutes of my life. After it was over, I had to take pictures and document all the damage for the insurance claim. Close to $50,000 in damage. Wow. Wow. At a certain point, is it okay to say that's kind of impressive? To go in there and cause 50 k worth of damage? Yeah. Like, like oof. I mean, that lady is, wasted no time. Yeah, the artwork is screwed to the wall. You're not going to be able to do anything with that. 
The TV's probably screwed to the counter. Yeah, what kind of bougie hotel is this that there was 50K worth of stuff in that room? Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Norm. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. People that have worked in hotel, you've seen some things. <laughs> things you can't unsee. Some of these stories are fast. Some are thoroughly grotesque. Some of them I can't read on the radio, but thank you. Uh, somebody said, I love this topic. I am the catering manager at a hotel. I rent banquet space. You have no idea what freaky stuff happens in this city. My fave is the furry convention. You know, the people who dress up in mascot-style outfits. They all get together. Hundreds of them. And there's always a theme. It's a sight. We were hosting the guys trying out for our football team. I'm guessing the CFL. The Elks. Uh, We were hosting guys trying out for the football team in our hotel at the same time. Poor dudes from Texas had no idea what was happening in the hotel full of, quote, mascots. Yeah, that'd be very confusing. This one, too. I wonder how often this happens. It says, I worked at hotels as a bellman back in my 20s. People absolutely lose their minds while they're away on business or whatever. I was propositioned monthly to, quote, fool around with guests. And I worked at nice hotels, not some drive-in motel brothel. Did you ever fool around or is that too personal? I probably shouldn't ask that question. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Sherry says, when I worked the night shift in a hotel, several times I was asked to look after a dog behind the front desk while the guest was enjoying the late night company of a stranger in their room and they didn't want the dog causing a commotion. I didn't mind because I love dogs. Okay, well, thanks, Sherry. Oh, and we got a follow-up, too, to this one. Uh, The person that said, I worked as a bellman in hotels back in my 20s. People absolutely lose their minds while they're away on business or whatever. I was propositioned monthly to fool around with guests. And I worked at nice hotels, not some drive-in motel brothel. They wrote back again. And they said, uh, because I, I asked, you know, did you ever fool around? And they said, no, there was no tip in it for me, so no. Seriously, there was one lady wanted extra towels and asked that I bring them up. So I did. Well, she was already in the shower and wanted me to jump in with her. I opened the bathroom door and threw the towels at the shower. The rest of her stay, she'd always stare me down with a look of disappointment and rejection anger. But I thought, what's she going to do? Complain to my manager? Ha ha ha, good times. Thank you for that. Spectacular. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. From the show yesterday, uh, when we walked out of here, a friend of mine texted me and reminded me of the one time he found a very personal Polaroid picture of a mummy and daddy enjoying each other's company behind closed doors. And he found this in a book that he bought at a garage sale. Oh, baby. And... uh, it's one thing to find a, you know, a mummy and daddy picture tucked into a book that you bought at a thrift store or a flea market, but a garage sale, you know exactly where those people live because you were on their driveway. What if it's your neighbors? I know. Like, do you, ooh, there's a scenario for you. you buy I a did book? ask that question and he said, no, it was a random garage sale. Oh, but if it was your neighbor from across the street, you buy a book off them, get home, there's that kind of photo inside the book. Do you... Do you tell them or do you just kind of 
Do you let them live in peace? Do you put it in their mailbox with absolutely no context? I wouldn't do that either. Ooh, that would be horrifying. I, yeah. No, don't do that. I think I would just. Uh, I think you just throw it out. Don't ever let them know. But you'd never be able to look oh. at them the same way again. We were just talking about how you know people who work in thrift stores. Like you should probably shake every single book that comes in, because I use all sorts of random things for bookmarks. I use. Like, if you got leftover pesos from a trip to Mexico, use those as a bookmark. I used my driver's license once. I did remember to put it back in my wallet, though. But it would probably be amazing the things you could find by shaking books down at the, you know, used bookstore or the I, thrift store. I have seen videos on the internet, so I know they're true. Mm-hmm. That a good number of people apparently will sneak, you know, a $5 bill or something inside the Bibles inside of hotels. Is that a good luck thing? What is that? I don't know if it's just a pay it forward type thing. So I guess when you go to a hotel, shake that thing because maybe there's money in it. Hmm. Um, Bryce, do you do you ride rainbows? Do you? I shouldn't be asking this question on the radio, but I want to know if this is BS. Someone said, I never found anything in a book, but I have used my books to store LSD as oh it is photosensitive, so it needs to be kept in the dark. Oh. Really? Wow. Huh. Drugs are complicated, man. Sure are. Someone just texted and said, I bought a trunk from a neighbor's garage sale, pried it open, and there was a cigar box full of 35 millimeter film. That film had naked photos of the neighbor's wife from the 70s. Oh, did you return it? Do you tell them? Are you texting back or are we talking to them through the radio? That one just came in seconds ago. (laughs) Seconds ago. I prefer to conduct my questions over the radio while they answer (laughs) via text. We need follow-up on this, too. Uh, This one, I bought a book at a second-hand store with a message written, Merry Christmas, Aunt Mary. I hope you will enjoy this book as much as I did. Well, it appeared to be unread, in pristine condition, so clearly she did not. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The the poor guy, where is that, Okotoks? Okotoks, yeah. Just out walking his dog the other day, minding his own business. And uh, the dog fell through a hole on the top of an old abandoned septic tank. So the guy had to jump in to save the dog. And oh. they say it was only filled with rainwater, that it wasn't filled with what you think a septic tank Yeah, I know, with. but it used to be filled with that. And there's traces of it. You're still going to get pink eye and you're still going to have to throw out your pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to be deloused Ugh, in a shower. That is gross. Uh, Do so- you, uh, but a quick question here, though. The pants you were wearing when you fall into the abandoned septic tank... Do you heave those into the sun, or do those become your garage pants, your lawn mowing pants? Can those be downgraded far enough, or are they garbage? Oh my god, I would put those in a box, chain up that box, and then throw it in a river. Yeah, I would tie those pants to the next SpaceX flight, (laughs) send them into space. I would throw them on a passing train. I never want to see those pants again. (laughs) This one, I dropped a walkie-talkie into a porta potty I just left it. You know what? Sometimes it's all you can do. Yeah, I would think that uh, having something that you hold close to your face mm-hmm. fall in a porta potty should be game over for that device. But I do hope that when you stepped outside the porta potty, you poured one out for the homies and the walkie talkies in the ground, and then you walked away. Oh my God. I hope you did that. This one. Oh, no. It says, in the 70s, my grandparents were moving their outhouse and my uncle didn't know and got home in the night and fell into the full open hole. It had not been filled in yet. Apparently, he was up to his neck. Oh. Oh. 
in the 70s too there was no Amazon he couldn't go in the house and just order some new pants and have them delivered the next day no they had thick heavy absorbent clothing oh and that long luxurious hair everyone had in the 70s oh my god and the fur coats oh yeah. my god you just have to give up start a new life somewhere else I don't think I want to talk about this anymore Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.